You started? Yeah, I started. You know, it talks. It talked to me. It's a recording in progress. Yes, welcome to 2021. Oh, I, I never use Zoom. I miss you so much. How dare you leave me here in L.A.? I'm sorry. It's a dump. <laughs> L.A. is? Well, when you're in a penthouse in Miami, I guess. Yo, bro. Yo, my fucking view is insane. But listen, COVID is crazy here. I was telling you. Yeah, no one takes it seriously. Everyone that I follow on Instagram that lives in Miami, except you, um, they're all partying. Like, the whole time, they've been partying, no masks. Like, I see them go out to clubs, and I'm like, does COVID not exist? Do they go like that? Yeah, they do this. <laughs> I, do, I party, man, but I have my private parties. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> party, my private parties on Netflix. <laughs> um, so, for those that don't know, this is one of my good, good friends, Alan. And you're Dude. a drummer. Mm -hmm. And you've... Okay, so we met a long time. We met years ago. And... Um, on on social media and so then we started just like drumming together because i was taking lessons from travis and and actually and then you know i went to one of your studios and yeah. helping me out and you're like yeah travis is not doing it so i need someone better it's like, <laughs> actually you know yeah. what's funny remember i, I stole the uh the uh the rudiments from you? You had yeah, some old so rudiments? Yeah, so that was something. Travis is, uh, Travis Barker, he is very um, strict when it comes to doing things like, I mean, he's not just a freestyle, like, you know, when he's teaching you, like, you have to learn by the book, like, like right. you were to go to school to learn yeah. it. He, and he's really good at writing out music. So he asked me to bring a, a notebook, and I still have it. I Hope I always have it because it's just good memories and it was just such a great experience working with him for so long. But he he would take my notebook every session and he would hand write all of the the notes and all of the things that I was supposed to do, like all of the. So I showed yeah, you. That's why it's so tight. That's what you got to do, really. I never did that growing up. It but really that's all good. It I really was like, oh shit. And he it's said, that, I mean. He doesn't need to practice, but he does every day for at least an hour. He does all of those that he had me do. Um, all, it really helps. Day he practices and he said, you have to get to the point where you can do it while having a conversation and watching TV. And like, so it comes just like natural to you. You don't even have to think about it. Your body just knows what to do. And then oh. he would have me do it with different tempos and get it, you know, super fast and it was amazing. I wish I kept it up. I have no excuses. I just, you know, and with you, when you lived here, we would go to the studio all the time because he's expensive and busy. And so I, I guess like where I fell off is I don't have like a real drum kit at home. And then I would, no. I wouldn't like doing my electric. So then I just kind of get lazy, like oh, I'll wait for Travis. And then that, you know, would take forever if he was on tour or whatever. And then, when I met you, we actually drummed a lot, 
You loved to scare me at those scary stories. <laughs> yeah, I was zoning off to your crystals while you were talking. We'll get to that, but I I pulled that up. I, can I show you something? Oh, God. <laughs> is the video I'm post when you... Is this video me? Okay, I am like, I am claustrophobic. Like, I struggle in elevators. This guy brings me to a studio where the door is an old freezer door. Like, a, like what are they called? The industrial freezers. Yeah, it's like old studio. And I'm like, we're for sure. And it's soundproof. It's a soundproof room. I'm like, we're for sure getting no. stuck in here and no one's going to hear us and I'm having a heart attack. And I'm like, we're not shutting it all the way. And you're like, yes, we are. And I was fighting you on it and you took a video. I'm the worst. I had to torture you. I knew, like, I know the elevator thing's one thing. Like, I don't think I ever took one and fucked with you in an elevator, right? No. No, because no. I refuse to get in your building because you live. Why do you live so high in all your buildings? Yeah. What was it? Eleven. But it was a lot of stairs, right? A lot of stairs. And so we would take the stairs. No, you would, yeah, you would make me take the stairs. I've been like dying. And then the lady in the front, one of my friends, she's like, oh, good for you, Alan. She's like, she's like, good, Morgan, I'm proud. I'm happy you're making him walk and do some shit. Um, and then, and then Ron, you saw Ron one day. Well, hold on, I want to play this real quick. Yeah. So this is when you were like it's so long you're like please don't close the door i'm like i have to it's so loud you know and yeah. uh and then i i kicked the door shut <laughs> that was one of the most like i don't think i've ever laughed that hard in my life i i would one of the top five hold on i'm sorry i'm trying to pull it up what <laughs> <laughs> sound out Okay, fine. Whatever. You gotta listen to I don't want to. <laughs> Let's go again. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. With that scream. <laughs> that scream of terror. Oh my god. I'm sweating just from watching that. Death chamber. I was terrified. Who does that? We would do the, I don't know. I don't like those studios. I prefer no. to keep house. <laughs> I have to post that. But it was fun. It was like, I, I miss you so much. But you're you're an amazing drummer. Um, and I wanted to have you on just to, I mean, first of all, you're one of my best friends. And we have so much fun together. So I just thought it would be fun to, to chat and talk. But also, um, you have a really cool story. Like, you're kind of all over the place. New York, Florida, L.A. You've been in all these different bands. You've done some acting, like, reality stuff, right? And, like... I've done some real... <laughs> or dating. <laughs> or reality, right? The dating show. <laughs> oh, crying. Or yeah, like, I was in L.A. and we met. You were like... So you act, huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I act. And you're like, what have you done? And then I like pull up all this shit on TV and you're like, so your reality kind of stuck? And I'm like, no, I do real acting. <laughs> okay. It was like Christina, was it Christina Ritchie? Nicole Ritchie. Nicole Ritchie, sorry. Yeah. Nicole Ritchie and um, 
There was the Heidi Klum one. There was yeah. Okay, those reality Allen. The dating shows. Yeah, I know. But that's when I first moved there, and that it all aired. You know. Shows. I remember meet it like after meeting you, and you told me I was like, oh my gosh, <clears throat> I remember watching an episode of something you were on, thinking he looks so. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Okay, I look so dumb. And then who knew that you'd be like my best friend? Wait, I looked what? You looked real. They made you look real dumb on one of these shows. Oh, yeah, they were all dumb. They're all so stupid. <laughs> That's why I would go against it. And a lot of this stuff didn't air. I got in trouble on a lot of the sets. Like the millionaire matchmaker, that, that bitch hated me. Oh, I like uh, her, Patty. Pat, she's a... No. Be nice. No, she really is in real life. She is. But she's from New York. And, like, she... We tried to, like... She tried to be nice and... No, she's not nice. No. I can talk all the shit I want because I'm not in L.A. anymore. So, you you came to L.A. to pursue, like, acting and music and you were in... A couple of different bands. Yeah. And um, and then you were just kind of, you know, you don't like L.A. That's no secret. I never, you know, I talked to some people, like some older friends that I was just like, I just didn't like it there. And they're like, you never liked it there. And I thought I did. I liked it. Like, I think the first year I was in love with it. Like the first week, I, it was when I slapped Heidi Klum's ass. And I was like. This place is insane. It's literally magical. It really is for someone that's like coming there for the first time. Um, but, and that's where like all Hollywood, like that's where everything happens. But then I just got, I couldn't do it. Like I'm an East Coaster, you know, just a lot of clashing and the actors and you know how it is. Just the, the auditions and the fakeness, you know? Yeah. Um, that's something that I've heard about. Well, from you and other clients and people that are from New York is like New Yorkers are known for being really real and LA is known for everyone being really fake. <laughs> and there's some really cool people like you. I met like some, there's a few really good friends I made out there, you know, yeah. being one of my BFFs. But for the most part, like work wise, music was, music went well, music was good. But, um, man, just the whole acting thing, especially because I was new and I didn't know anything about it, you know? So I jumped into it hard. What made you, because I don't even think I know this about you, what made you want to start acting? Because I know you were into music. You've always been into music. and, and Yeah. But, and you're really talented, but what made you decide? Did it kind of just fall in your lap? Because you got a lot of work when you first moved out here. Um, I was I was a hustler. I was a hustler. I don't know. I really don't know. I was living in Miami before I moved there. Um, and before that, Boston. I was with a band in Boston. I hated Boston. It was too cold. Um, but I don't know. Was, I, I just... I saw I was doing a few little things here, like independent things. And I'm like, I could do this. I want to really get, and I love attention. You know, I love attention. Mm -hmm. So 
I made the decision and it was after my grandma died. I'm like, I got to get out of here for a while. It's just bad. And then I just, I moved back to New York for a week and I found a room on Craigslist. Um, some actor or actress, she was renting her room out. And I moved down there and I had to connect through the music industry actually. And he hooked me up with uh, like a background um, agent. So she would book me on extra work every day of the week. So that's how I got into it. And that's how I started, you know, and then the reality stuff. I don't know. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I've done one reality show. I never want to do one again. But when I was training Malika and Khadija, um, Malika had a show called Hollywood Divas. And I did one episode of that. And it was just like, so awkward for me because it wasn't reality at all. In a way, in a way but not really. Like, they wanted me to go to a gym that I had never gone to before to, to train her. I did train her in real life, but we always yeah. to Equinox. They couldn't use Equinox, so they wanted me to go to some other gym in North Hollywood. And then they were they had already like decided, I guess, what Malika and one of her other castmates um, were going to do. Like They were yeah. in an argument or something, and they had yeah. to make up. And so they already knew what they were doing. I didn't know what was going on, and no one really told me. They just said... You know, just kind of, like, train her, and then when, you know, the, the, I think her name's Countess, when, <laughs> excuse me, when Countess, hey. when Countess comes in, like, just let them kind of talk and stand back, and, uh, but then, like, eventually, like, make Malika work out again, and I'm like, what? And so I just had no idea what I was doing, and no one really told me, and so when she came in, and, and she and you know Malika like introduced us and it was just so awkward with the cameras and everything and not knowing what mm -hmm. I was doing and then you know they start talking about whatever issue they were going through on the show and so I just kind of like one of the producers tells me to step back out of the shot so I'm stepping back and I'm just standing there and then literally a producer had like pushed me back in the shot like okay go interrupt them and so I'm yeah. like all right like let's get back to work you guys yeah. good and it was just so awkward and so fake, and I was like, I can't ever do this again. Especially yeah. those shows, like those, like the dating or like the modeling. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, people ask me, and I'm like, no reality shows are real. Like, none of them. No. None of them are. No. Um, and I was actually disappointed because I like reality shows, not that type of shit, but like, I don't That's know. Like, thing because you know, like, I, I don't really like reality, however. I'm obsessed right now with like any Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise show. And I know it's fake and I know people live in on it. <laughs> and I still fall for it. And I can't, I can't help I it. I know. You used to make me watch that shit. That and like the Golden Girls. <laughs> the Golden Girls. I can throw up. <laughs> You're, I swear to God, you are 95 in a I girl's know. body. I know. And you look 18. Maybe, like, you could seriously pass for 18. Thank you. I was hanging out with a group of girls over the weekend. Um, my friend and client, Sarah, turned, like, 24, and all of her friends are around 24, 25. And um, I was there, and I'm, like, thinking, God, I'm 10 years older than all these girls. But 
it made me feel really good. One of the girls was asking me about, I don't know, someone I went on a date with not, not too long ago. I'm like, how old is he? I'm like, well, he's like 37. And they're like, oh my God, he's like so much older than you. And I'm like, not really. And they're like, wait, how old are you? And I, I'm almost 35. And this girl was like, I thought you were 24. I thought you were our age. Well, you are still a baby, though. Huh? You are still a baby. Like, and you have, like, you're a young, like, soul. Like, not a young soul. You're an old soul, but, like, a, you're just young in your head. I think you'll always be like that. I think in my head, I keep, like, when people ask me how old I am, I literally want to say, like, 24. Yeah. Well, that's why we get along so I think I just got stuck there. Maybe I had a good year and I just wanted to always stay 24. I don't know. Well, you and I wouldn't get along if you weren't immature like I am because <laughs> not a lot of people can handle me. <laughs> Every second is like, Alan, what are you doing? <laughs> you are. You're a big kid. Oh, sorry. You're a big kid. I'm such a baby. And I love it. I know. Me too. So you decided right before the pandemic that you wanted to move back to the East Coast. You told me you were going to be gone for a couple of weeks. I always did that. And you have never been back. It's been like three years. Well, yeah, everybody says that. Three years ago, and you had said, I'm going to come back in a couple of weeks, and then I'll see your new place. And you have yet to come back. But I did see your place. Right? Maybe I saw you play. This play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw one. Yeah. 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 And you brought me seat panels. Huh? Yeah. Michelle's very- like, them on the table. <laughs> you do? And I see you bought more crystals. More delicious. You're so, buying crystals. Actually, this one, it's so funny. I have these every episode. No one's ever asked me what they are. This what one, are they? my great grandma's who passed away. Okay. And this one, Malika gave me. We had a falling out, so Malika and I aren't friends anymore. But this is from her. What's Malika? That's the girl from the show? What's Malika? She's known for being friends with the Kardashians. She's, I know. But, um, but she got me this when they went to, uh, where did they go? Australia. And she brought that back for me as a housewarming gift. Beautiful. And then in between, you can't really tell from the single, but there are two lovebirds. A client got them for me because she said that it was feng shui and it would draw in love. Like How's a it work? Love. <laughs> I've had them for like a year and I'm still single, so I don't think so. Where are my shells? They're on the table. They're on the shit table. They're in the back. No, they're <laughs> Table and my centerpiece. I know it goes. Beautiful black bowl and all your shelves. Beautiful. And they stay. Wait, what were you asking me something, or I was going to say something? Oh, I didn't do. Obviously, I didn't plan. I didn't plan moving here like that. Like I always said, I was going to be back in two weeks, and it would take three months. But my my band at the time broke up. And then COVID happened while I was here. And I never went back since COVID. I just never went back. I was like, fuck that place. I had my stuff shipped here. Yeah, you sold your place. I sold the place. And 
I love I love the East Coast. I drove back and forth from here in New York probably five, six times already. I remember. I feel like you struggled here with depression a little bit. And since being there, I feel like you're your attitude has been completely different in a positive way. Like you're just, you've got your friends and family. I'm and still fucked up. I'm still fucked up, Morgie. <laughs> Morgie. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, it, the LA definitely didn't help. But anytime I was... I feel like you were a lot happier when you first got back there and were with your brother, aka my future husband. Wait, wait, wait what? It, you know I have a crush on your brother. Steven, you're listening, right? Steven? <laughs> and, um, and your parents and, and their dog. Yeah. Honey. She's mine, too. Oh, yeah, she's yours. She's um, mine. But I feel like you, yeah, you're a lot happier there. So what I know that you have, like, you're, you're a hustler. So, so you're a drummer, and you've gotten into acting and all that. But you also have like all this other stuff going on you have a mm -hmm. perfume cologne not perfume bro well, whatever oil it smells good that's why i think of <laughs> thank it. you it's, yeah that's just really random my brother actually started that a long time ago but he wasn't into it and then i just like just took off with it you know it it's good. the you and me i could sell you a piece of shit <laughs> well, tell everybody what it is because it smells amazing. It's a body oil. It's like a, it's a pheromone oil. It's like a, a sexual attractant. I got the one that's more like sexual, the lust, and I got like a high-end pure essence. Mm. And it's just, I don't know. People come up to you and they're like, you smell so good. What is that? Yeah, that's my secret. You literally sell it because... You're wearing it, and it smells good. Thank you. Yes. Um, so you it's also... Your energy. Huh? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't believe I'm talking to you. This is the first time I'm seeing you in forever. I know. We used to FaceTime all the time. I don't know why we stopped. Uh, I think we started, like, dating people, and we just got busy, and... And it's like awkward and is my hair background and be like, hi Ellen. Oh yeah, yeah. Your hair got long. It did. It's also gray. You can't you really still have the extensions. Like, I haven't had it done in a while and I have no, I've never had hair extensions. <laughs> but um Yeah, your hair did. But I but I have a lot of gray. Yeah, I do too. I tried dyeing mine because I have like one spot that I don't like. And it looked like a dog, looked look like your dog shat on my head. It changed the color. It made it like brown. It was just weird. I don't like gray hair, but at least I'm not bald. I don't like gray hair either. I need to go get it done. It's just with COVID, you never know. It's like yeah. I've gotten it done a couple of times during COVID, but I try not to go too many places and it's it looks black it's like a big it's a it big looks place. really dark no oh, thanks maybe it's almost like brownish reddish um what else was i oh so you do the oil but you also have like a website where you sell like coats and 
all kinds of things. <laughs> I do porn, but like. No, you don't. I no, you don't. <laughs> Ron got me a job. Can we talk about Ron Jeremy for a second? Sure. What about him? You see, I just had it in the back of my head because that time you came to my place and he was hitting on you at the front That's desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he doesn't remember because he's kind of far gone, but I met him at the Playboy Mansion and I would see him all the time. Mm -hmm. he, like, he was always an interesting guy and then he became your neighbor. Well, he doesn't remember because he's, he's in prison right now. Yeah, oh, did he get, like, me too'd or something? Yeah, sexual allegations, like nine women or something. I don't know. But the poor guy, like, seriously, he's a porn star. Any girl that's hanging out with him has to expect some weird shit to go on. He's disgusting. But I love him. He's, he's seriously a great guy. You saw him. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's a great he's, guy. but He's senile. He's not. He's a little crazy. He is, of course. He's been through some That's a lot. Stuff. He's just not all there. No, he's not. Like, I'm sure he doesn't know what's going on. I used to have to open his door for him sometimes. Like, he would start. Yeah. Um, but we got along because we're both East Coasters, both Jews from New York, like the same area in Queens. You were going to do um, a podcast and have him on or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I was going to do it. And then um, he started getting into shit, and you can never really get him in one spot. He's all over the place. He had a flip phone. Flip phone. He had a flip phone. Yeah, I got to show you some footage. I still have footage of him, like, knocking on my door randomly in the middle of the day or middle of the night to, like, go pick up chicks. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him telling me when we were we were at the front desk, like I don't know, valet or something, trying to get my keys, and he comes by and, and starts hitting on me, and then sees that I'm there with you, and he like we go to like take off, and he goes, "I told him everything he knows." Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that's him. Oh Jesus! He uh, took. Remember, we had pizza. And he took, he's like, oh, do you got any more pizza in there? And he took the rest of the pizza. He's just like that. I just remember his door being cracked open, and I saw some things, and I freaked out. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. Well. One of those things, right? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's a thing. Sheena's born, right? Huh? <laughs> I just put you on the spot. You've seen his porn, right? No, I never have. Shut um, up! I swear to you, I never. Have. <laughs> I don't want to. That's gross. I'll show you. I gotta send you no, a link. No, 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 I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. Um, so I haven't really. We haven't really like announced it yet. So mm. I won't say too, too much. It, it's not a secret or anything, but I'm going to be able to come see you in January. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. So I have a, a client and a friend. She's like one of my best friends. She lives, um, she's in New York and then moved to Florida recently. She, we've never met in person, but I've trained her for over three years. Um, she's like, transformed she's an amazing 
<clears throat> life coach and she does all these amazing things. She's very successful in the business world too. And we've decided to go on a business together. We've both wanted to do um, a retreat for a long time and <clears throat> we've just decided to, to do it. And so we're doing a women's retreat and we're doing it in January um, is our first one. And so we're going to be out your way. And so I'm really excited. Women's. Oh, it's only women? It's only women. For, uh, just bring that shit over here. <laughs> West Palm Beach um, is what we're thinking. So, yeah, I, I'm really excited about it. And then I get to come see okay. you. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a new studio by then. Playing. We're gonna have to to play. I haven't played I haven't played drums like on a drum kit since the last time you and I went in the studio. Really? Mm -hmm. It's been a long time. Long time. Long time. So Better practice up. Better do those rudiments. I have the yeah. I have a practice pad. I've got an electric drum kit. Um, I just need to get on it. I really do. I miss it. I miss it. It's fun. I mean, I, I was still learning and I feel like I have potential, but I just never oh, you stuck with it long enough to like, you, 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 I was, remember the first time you showed me on the pads? Yeah. I was, I was impressed. Thank You're you. like, look what Travis taught me. And you were actually doing rudiments. Like I never studied rudiments, but I know the basics, you know, but you're pulling them out and you were playing at a decent speed. And I'm like, Holy shit. Because when you train like that, it really, like, it really helps. Thank I never grew up doing that. Yeah, it was so, it was so fun to learn from him because I just assumed, I guess when you, like, when I've, like, you know, I've had, like, friends that are drummers that would, you know, do their thing and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll teach you a song. And he, and they're like, kind of show me real quick and, and they weren't really, like, classically trained. But Travis is classically trained, and he was like, you're not going to learn a song for a long time. So just yeah. get that out of your head right now. Like, yeah. and, and so he had me just go over and over and over. And, and, then, and then eventually he started to, to tr like, okay, you're ready to try to learn something. And so, but I remember, <laughs> like, just getting so frustrated because my mind knows what to do. But your body trying to do it is like something I know. completely different. And he would just like be on his phone, like, all right, I'll be back, keep going. And and he would go and he would listen and he would hear. I'd finally get it. And I'm like gonna yell at him and then he'd be right behind me and be like, Good, you finally got it. And like we're moving on. Because once you get it, you've got it. Yeah. You're not gonna lose it. It's like so interesting when it finally clicks. Your brain and your body finally like meet and you get it and yeah. you move on. It's so crazy. And then you just don't forget it. It's it. I love drums. I can literally feel my head hurting sometimes. Like my brain is hurting from trying to think so much. But I, I remember you were, you caught on fast. Like what was it you were trying to do? Do you remember in the studio was a double bass or you, it was something that, you couldn't get it was like yeah it was double bass that you were trying to teach me and then i was also from him learning how to play close-handed and open-handed because i'm left-handed so yeah playing, 
That's what I mean. This is actually harder for me than playing open, which is usually di like the opposite. So I was trying to learn with you how to do double bass and go from close to open. I had on the, yep, on the right hand. Well, you caught on and you were like, fucker! And you didn't want to stop. You were like, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this. That's the thing. Like, once I, I, I like get it in my mind, I'm like, I know I could physically get this down. Yeah. I just have to like keep doing it until I get it. Just gotta oh. smoke some crack and, you know, just like. <laughs> so, what are you working on now? So, you're building a new studio. Are you yes. a part of a, a band there yet or because of COVID's? No. I'm doing private recordings and stuff, mm -hmm. but not on my kit, kit, like the electronic kit and studios around here. But, um, yeah, I, you know how I, I don't like to talk about stuff until it happens, but. Hopefully, soon I'm supposed to have a new studio. It's being worked on and built, and um, I can't fucking wait. I haven't played that kit since I lived in LA. Oh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. But you know, like playing live is my thing, so I can't wait until I can get back on the road and tour and whatever. We'll see what happens, you know. This whole COVID shit. Fucking yeah, I know. So, so cheesy. It's so cheesy. It's really frustrating. I I really didn't think I knew it was gonna last a while. I didn't think yeah. it was this long. And the fact that we don't really know how long it's gonna go on for, it really is kind of scary. Like I like even doing this retreat in January, knowing that I'm gonna be in a plane and go to the East Coast and all that. I'm a little, a little concerned. Like, have you flown? The same, um, I flew once during COVID. Um, okay. but it was really short. It was, um, uh, over last Thanksgiving to go to my now ex's families and they were just in, I flew to San Francisco. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, well, it makes you hate, people more, you know? <laughs> COVID has made me hate people even more. You know I hate everyone. You hate everyone. <laughs> Fucking I, hate it. I don't think it's made me hate people more, but... Oh, you know I'm kidding, but, like, flying? I, that's why I didn't fly that... Did I fly? I flew the last time. The last, when I came here from New York last, I flew back. I flew there and back. I think, Yeah. But I don't know. It's not. Com it wasn't comfortable because I got to wear the mask the whole time, and like I want to, I want to wear it. But and then just people are disgusting. A lot of people are just nasty, you know. Yeah, I mean, when I went, I had my own row. There was no one really around me. Everyone was wearing their mask. It did, It felt fine. Like it felt safe. Yeah. But I just have heard that like flights are now fully booked and. Fully it's a this is a longer flight and so it's just yeah. a lot I'm, I'm a little nervous but at the same time i feel like as long as you're being safe like you have to live your life you have to move on because yeah we don't yeah. know how long this is gonna last and so it's um you can't just sit here i mean i sat here for almost a year and it really you know i mean i try to do what i could at home but i'm really excited to actually start doing these retreats and like seeing women 
you know, really grow and change and, and I like seeing you women grow. So thank you. So I'm really excited. I've been wanting to do this for a really long time. And we almost, I almost started one, a retreat in Santa Barbara with a, a different person. It didn't work out. And now, I mean, I was bummed at the time. Now I see that it just wasn't the right person and it wasn't the yeah. right timing. So I feel really good about uh, her name is Sheree. Sheree and I doing doing this, and we have really big plans to take this to um, Hawaii and the East Coast and West Coast, and hopefully even out of the country eventually, and just see it grow. Okay. We already have a list of women, um, you know, that are ready to go that, to where we kind of have to put them on a waiting list and see, like, you know, like when we can do an another one because, like, we have such. Uh, like I'm an amazing response already and we haven't even fully announced it yet. So I'm really excited. And then I get to come see you. So that's going to be sick when you come, you, maybe I can help. Maybe like I can help screen the women for you. What do you think? I, I have a <coughs> feeling that might be a little messy. <laughs> <laughs> just let me go through your Insta and just, I'll choose like, uh -huh. you know how it could taste. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about your dating life? Let's talk about dating. Yeah, well, uh, what are we going to talk about? There's nothing to talk about. You're not dating right now? I, that, I find that hard to believe. I mean, you know me. I'm on dating uh -huh. app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, was, I was scared for a long time. I was scared for a while. I, I hung out with a few women during COVID, but like it was, um, it was safe. I was dating one girl, but you don't know, especially out here. It's weird. It's weird. There's a lot of people visiting that, and like those girls are nuts. Like I'm talking about like college girls, and they just want to go on boats and have fun. And like I'm not about going clubbing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. You, you see the screenshots I send you of these crazy, <laughs> these crazy people on these apps. It's like, it's amusing. <laughs> oh, I'm good. It's I'm good. Challenging. It's been really challenging. I, I dated someone for a while, you know, during COVID. We met on a hike. Like everything was outdoors. I was like, it was so awkward because it was the first time going out with someone during COVID. And I'm like, as we're walking towards each other, I'm like, do we wear a mask? Do we not? What are we doing? Are we hugging? Are we just shaking hands? Are we fist pumping? And he's like, uh, uh, and we were both like panicked. <laughs> like we didn't know what to do. He's like, I'm cool not wearing a mask. I was like, okay. Um, as we're walking towards each other, we're like yelling this at each other. And he's like, I mean, I'll give you a hug if you're comfortable with it. I'm like, ah, okay. I'm like, well, you, met, so you didn't meet on a hike, right? But like, no. Like, we Before. met on Instagram. Okay, okay. we connected. <laughs> but the first time we met in person was on a hike. Sorry, I'm getting over a cold. It wasn't COVID, but I had a really bad flu. Dude, it's still going around. People don't understand. Like, I got a really bad flu, too. And I had three COVID tests. They're all negative. But I, yeah. it, I got it really bad. And the cough is still not gone. But... Sorry. Um, anyway, now I'm single again, and I'm and I'm dating. But oh my Woo! god, it is like 
not fun. It is just crazy. I have that I haven't even shared with you yet, Alan. Like I could write a, a comedy about the dates that I've gone on. It's just unreal. I feel like I know. <laughs> I fucking know. I need I need a better screening process. Maybe I just like send them to you and you you FaceTime. That's what I'm saying. But the women, you're into women too, right? Oh, I'm not. You know this. <laughs> I mixed it up. <laughs> no, but I remember you meeting like some people, and I was just like, dude, this one's not for you. I know. Like, I know. There's some. No, but it, it sucks. Like I, I, yeah. I've met great guys. That are, <laughs> they're, they're, this is my thing. I have met great guys that I have like dated and gone on a few dates with and hung out with that um, are just not ready for anything serious. Like they're great, they're just not ready. And I'm like, oh. Okay, well then that's not going to work because I'm looking for something serious. And then I meet these guys that are just total idiots. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's either they're great but they're not ready or they're just so dumb. And I'm like, okay. You know know what you want. Yeah, I do. I know what I want. And so it's really frustrating. Um you know, when I, when I find someone that I like, and then they're just, it's not right timing, or not ready, or whatever, and then I meet, you know, and I'm, it's just, it's, it's frustrating, it's like, it just hasn't been my time to, like, line up with somebody, you know? Timing's everything. Timing is everything. Right? So. So easy. Timing is everything, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was so great talking to you. I miss you so much. I know. I love you. You're the best. I love you, too. And I can't wait to see you in person and give you a hug and play drums with you. And you got to remind me. You got to – we'll talk because I, you know, I'll forget the dates and stuff. But yeah, I'm going to have that new place. It's going to be – we're going to have a good time. Just make sure – just extend the whole – I want the women to come to – come. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All I right. love you, Morgan. I love you too, Alan. I will talk to you soon. Alright, I'll call you in like five minutes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>